Welcome to Evolve to Succeed, the podcast that brings together entrepreneurs, founders, business leaders, and experts to talk about their journeys and explore the link between personal and business success. I'm your host, Juan Munson, founder of Evolve, a coaching, training, and development company focused on enabling business and personal success and creating a community of like-minded individuals. Whether that be through our peer groups, one-to-one coaching, our training and development programs for you and your teams, or through our content and events, our mission is to get the best out of each individual and inspire them to be better both in life and in business. If you want to learn more about Evolve, including our beautiful co-working space in Ashley Cross in Paul, then please go to evolvemembers.com, where you'll find great content, insights, details of all of our services, and also information on our forthcoming events. For now, though, let's get on with the show. My guest this week is Johnny Jensen, founder of Team Superdad and the Hero Academy. Johnny works with motivated dads who, despite having succeeded in business, can be left questioning the meaning behind it all. He also helps busy fathers strive towards a better life balance by reconnecting with their core purpose and recover things that have inevitably been lost in their journeys through life. As a busy dad myself, I've seen the toll that a full work life can take on loved ones, those relationships, and the ability to do the other things you love in life. And it's through these periods of tough self-reflection, as well as work with a life coach, that I've managed to achieve more harmony in my personal and professional life. Work-life balance is an old conundrum, and personally, I don't think it really exists, especially for the business owner. However, I do think we can all do things to make ourselves better in life and business, or not having to necessarily compromise on either. It's these topics and others that Johnny and I discuss with important openness and honesty today. I really hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome, Johnny, to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, Warren. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'm really interested in this conversation. Um, and we'll, our listeners will soon learn a little bit about you and what your business team, Superdad, is all about. But it's something that really appeals to me. So I'm really intrigued to have this conversation with you this afternoon. So I suppose I'd kick off with just you know, tell our listeners a little bit about Team Superdad and the Hero Academy. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Team Superdad is my is my community. It's a, it's a free community for for men, for dads. And I, I always, when I was growing up, my dad was like larger than life, up to stuff, big parties, rally driver, own business. And I was like, oh, wow, it's just amazing, you know. Wow. <laughs> um, stuff happened as well, you know, got a yeah. few crashings, which, which changed our relationship a bit. And my mum died when I was nine. And like, it, it just like as I have moved into teenage sort of a uh, hood, teenage years, that sort of the idea of what a dad was was just was just challenged and and tricked. Mm. And fast forward to becoming a dad myself, and I had all the bits that I wanted to keep and repeat, and all the bits that I was like, I don't think I want to do that, you know. And mm. that mean I don't shout at my kids. Well, no, I do shout at my kids, but as an example, I actually tell them afterwards what they were getting shouted at for. Uh, if I'd gone over the mark, I apologize, you know, so it's, it's team super dad is about being a modern dad. It's about all the experiences of the last, however many hundreds or thousands of years. And then this modern layer upon it, where we are tuned into our kids, connected to our wives, running successful businesses, um, and enjoying life, you know, um, which then leads into the hero Academy, which, which really is a, a life accelerator, a mastermind and accountability group 
or men that want to create the life they desire and get out of the life they feel stuck in. And it's not that we don't have the knowledge. You know, you can tap into Google, anything you yeah. want to know, basically, right? And That's, anything you didn't want to know as well, usually. Uh, well, it's not as much fun, Google. You know, type in boobs these days. You don't quite get what you used to get. Um, the uh, but but the Hero Academy is is very is is literally like that. It's like, well, where's what do I do when this happens, or, or where do I go, and how do I? And I want to be fit, but I just can't keep it up. Or uh, my business is important to me, but I just spending too much time there, and now my relationships crap. It's the Hero Academy is a is a. Uh, like I said, a mastermind and accountability group where, yeah, we learn stuff, but more than anything, it's a, it's about the F5, focus, fitness, finance, family, and fun. And when we address each of those areas of our life, that's where we create the balance. When And, and we can, I know we're going to come on and talk more about this, but as a classic scenario, men put too much emphasis on things other than themselves. Yeah. Now, in my example, that was my wife was really ill and my kids were kind of struggling with some health problems. And I was like, they're going to die. I've got to save them. So all my attention went on that. I've got other people, either friends or inside the team, Superdad community in the hero Academy program who are all focused on work. You're like, dude, if you are successful in business and have a shit family life. Oh, sorry. I'm not sure if we're allowed to, to, to swear, but Feel free. Um, <laughs> that's not a win, you know? Yeah. You don't start a business to end your family. You start a business to support and to boost your family life. And so that really is, 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 uh, you know, the essence of it is how can you have it all? And, uh, and that's what the hero Academy is about because too many men feel like they don't have it all. And then they fall into resentment and blame and frustration and you know depression, let alone possibly suicide and blimey, the me too movement, women's rights, equality, all really sound and important things, but men need to stand up and say, hang on a minute. There's a lot of us good guys here who feel a bit lost. Mm. We're, we're trying hard and we don't know where we fit in. And and the Hero Academy is about that. Brilliant. Fantastic. You've, you've mentioned a couple of things of real interest there already for me. And the first one was you know, modern dad. And the second one was about balance. So let's, let's tackle the first one, Johnny. You know, there is this kind of definition of what is a modern dad, what is expected of a dad these days. And, you know, part of the issue we've got, I think, is that there's this kind of old fashioned, antiquated, alpha male, macho man image of perhaps what a dad should be and what's actually expected of society these days. And rightfully so is something completely different. And that's really challenging, isn't it, if you're a dad? So what's your true definition of what a modern dad is? A modern dad has balance. You know, a modern dad knows how to put himself first. And that doesn't mean forgetting about his wife and kids. Yeah, it doesn't mean being selfish and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a few expressions come to mind. You, know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Like if, 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 if you're worn out and burnt out, you haven't got time to give the others in your life, let alone yourself, then, then where does that end? You know, it ends flipping in the, in the dirt, you know? And so the problem with, what it means to be a modern man is that it hasn't been defined in the way that traditional macho man was defined. Hmm. And that was either coming off the farms and into factories, you know, flat cap on and off you go to work or briefcase and off you go to the, to the bank. Like there's bastions of, of business and coming home, make, you know, go to work, make the money, come home, sit there and smoke your pipe and, and, you know, 
dutiful wife comes in and gives you your dinner, the kids sit next to you happily, and hopefully you'll have some sex and go to bed with a smile on your face. Like, just nonsense, basically. (laughs) But but in the same way that we were pushed cowboys and cigarettes and, and, uh, you know, in the 80s, you know, mobile phones and, and yuppies and, you know, who knows what, what that looked like. But it was never a positive picture of family man, successful businessman, happy and healthy with balance in his life um, and, and, and feeling grounded. Mm. It was all just like other things outside of us. Be successful, get the trophy wife. Uh, you know, just it was never really about sit down, reconnect with what you want, be clear on what your values are, spend time on your health and well-being, make sure that you're connected with um, your friends and your faith and, 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 your, and your family. But, you know, it's like, what? That's what success is? Like, it's never been painted like that. And yet no. now we find ourselves in 2021 or, you know, go and talk about that since probably 2010, this has really started to start to take a, uh, a life of its own. But the media don't know how to do it. You know, if you look at Disney, I can get right on my soapbox, it'll be here for hours. But if you look at where Disney's gone and Star Wars and all those sorts of things, it's great. There is more balance. There's women in 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 equal measure tv sport programs like ridiculous that you couldn't have a woman talking about sport yeah and so now obviously we've got an equal balance that's absolutely fine but for the everyday man let alone our teenage boys growing up when that's all been kind of bought in without any mention of what's the role for men here and actually it's like, oh, we've got to do this because what men have been doing so far has been bad and wrong. And like, okay, every every decent guy step back, please, so we can get some balance in here. Well, those decent guys are like, actually, I I was kind of doing that to, to start with. I I didn't yeah. come home drunk, kick the door down, expect my Beating dinner. Beating my chest and yeah, I wasn't that old archetypal individual, yeah. yeah. So those guys are kind of a little bit lost now. And so, yeah, you know, to summarize, going back to your question, the modern man looks like he's got balance across his life time for himself and his own health and well-being, learning stuff, learning about relaxation. What do I mean by fit and healthy? I don't mean win a triathlon. Lots of us like to run, Mm. you know, lots of us like to do park run or enter a triathlon. Some of us just need to be able to do 20 press-ups and do a 5K jog. Like these are the levels of fitness that mean we're having a positive life. You know, like I said, the F5, focus, fitness, finance, family and fun. Our finances, like that's such a stressful part of our life. If we learn how to manage our money well, if we learn how to make money in different ways, uh, then we can remove that whole area of stress out of our out of our life. And there's so many sort of cliched sort of life coachy sort of phrases around this, but you know the old "don't be the smartest man in the room." It's yeah. a powerful thing. Like you know, you you are the six people. You're, you're the you're the um, you're the total um, ah. You're the, you know, you are the six people you hang around with most, basically. Yeah. These, these are actually true, you know. Yeah. Uh, and negativity as well is I'm I'm very I'm, I'm big on negativity. Is you've got to remove as much of the negative forces from your life as possible because if you're around negative people, if you're in a business that's pulling you down, if you're not being appreciated for your work, respected at, at home, if your kids are off the rails and and, and won't listen to you like that. As a, as, a, as a guy who's got to get up and smile and be productive, you're just going to run a number on yourself. And so, again, those things are important in life, but you've got to be whole and complete yourself so you can be the best version of you for other people. Brilliant. 
Fantastic, Johnny. Really resonates with me. What you're saying there and some of those old adages, as you say, are so true. But and then we talk about evolve when we talk about success is success has got to be holistic. And so I'm wholeheartedly behind you. You can't, you know, one of the things we do in our coaching sessions and our peer groups and our development workshops is get people to score their life from a personal perspective out of 10 and from a business perspective or a career perspective out of 10. And our adage is actually, if you think back to when you might be scoring a 10 personally, I can nearly guarantee you would have scored a four or five from a business career perspective and vice versa. So balance is about scoring seven out of 10 on both. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing about that seven score, right? Seven can be a 10. Yeah. The reason people struggle with a seven and then like, oh, how am I going to make this a 10 is because they can't find contentment with the seven, where they're at. Yeah. With, with the seven. They're like, well, I need a bigger house. I need a bigger car. I can't possibly be a 10 unless I've got, unless I'm having a party this weekend or if we're off to Vegas for the week. Like, yeah, those things might give you a 10 the week that you go and do them, but you can't discount what you've got right now because you don't have that. Like, and again, it comes back to those important things in your life is have you made quality time for you and your, and your, your wife? Or if you're separated, have you resolved that so you can actually communicate effectively? Have you created quality time with your kids? Yeah. Um, these, these are the things where actually you're looking for that difference between a seven and a 10. It isn't in the car or the holiday. It's in the quality time with the people you love most, friends and family, family, you know, kids, wife. So, yeah. And I, again, I'd agree with all of that, but it's, you know, there is this kind of architecture. And I think, I think if you're a man or a woman in this modern world, you beat yourself up about it. There's this kind of horrible phrase about work life balance, you know, yeah. and, you know, is there ever such a thing, you know, <laughs> and on all of that. And I think there is this, there's this pressure exerted by society when people start talking about work and life and there being a work-life balance. Now, already during the course of this conversation, John, it's quite interesting because I wanted to have that conversation with you about what you felt about that. But I think you've your response is going to be, there's a, it's got to have wider breadth than that and, and it's got to be more wholesome than that and it's got to cover you know, things like you looking after yourself, you care, be it having great self-care, the, the health, the fitness the friendships, the relationships. It's not just a black and white kind of equation. Yeah. And the work-life balance, I've actually got a work-life balance calculator, which sounds grand, but it's it's a it's a quite a funky spreadsheet, basically. People can get it at teamsuperdad.com forward slash WLB, like work-life balance, teamsuperdad.com okay. forward slash WLB. I'll go and do that after the podcast. And the thing about it is, is it's just each section of your life broken out across the week and the number of hours you spend on it. Now, unless you actually sit down and look at that, like a boiled egg, hmm. the difference between hard boiled and nice and runny, if that's your persuasion, is only about a couple of minutes either side. But if you get it wrong, it's coming out hard boiled, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And the same goes with the, with the work-life balance calculator. When you put in the amount of time you spend commuting to work and the amount of time you're at work, there isn't like this bonus pot you get for working hard that you can then give back to your family. And so sure, there might be a project or a pitch that you've got to work, do the hours for. You might be going through a growth stage, acquiring another company. But if part of that plan is not also, well, I'm going to need some more staff. I'm going to need to be able to delegate. I'm going to need to be able to lead this business, not be eaten by it. Then 
you, you can't be like, well, either the business suffers or my family suffers and it's going to be one of them. No, that's not a, that's not a successful business person. Mm. Um, a guy you should definitely get on the podcast, um, George McGuerin, if you haven't had him on already. No. Uh, brilliant bloke from America. He's got two uh, recruitment sort of businesses. One's a pure recruitment business. The other one's about personal branding kind of thing. And he, through our conversations, and, he, and he's kindly mentored me a bit since then, he works like eight hours a week. Right. And, but he's like, he's got his business set up where he has people reporting into him. They bring him information. He assesses it. He responds. He delegates back down the line. He has his times when he works. He designed his business and his life to work like that. Yeah. Just like you design the egg boiling process to come out runny. Like if you didn't pay attention to it, it's coming out bloody hard <laughs> and tasting like crap, you know? Yeah. So you have to design it. You get what you plan for, don't you, in life? Yeah. And what you think about and what you focus on and and, and those are the outcomes and yeah. so many of us get just trapped in you know on that durable world of just life spinning around and yeah. it feeling out of control and unless you take a step out of that and try and plan and make changes and and implement something that's going to make a difference yeah. well you're just going to keep spinning in the durable world aren't you and too many people right men or women this isn't a gender yeah. conversation right but too many people will be like well i've got to work hard i've got to well, that means you haven't planned your business. Like your business is broken. If you, if, if you're working a hundred hours, but you're making a hundred grand, but you're not making a hundred grand, you, you're just doing two jobs. Right? Yeah. You, it doesn't make any sense to, to, to approach it like that. And the priorities that need to be put in place to, a, to create work-life balance are what it's all about. Yeah. And, uh, and that is just, that is literally about sitting down, taking the time to prioritize that, whether you run the business or whether you're a, you know, a, a happy employee, um, you've got to say, my work life needs to look like this. Otherwise I need to change my business or change my job. Does it, and I can't remember who it's by now, but there is a great analogy I love on this kind of subject, which is a, the one of the gas burners is you've, if you've only got one supply of gas and it's only can come in at a certain rate, you can't put all the gas burners on full all the time yeah and so you've got to learn particularly if you're perhaps a business owner and you're and you are it ebbs and flows and you find you know there is a new opportunity there's an acquisition or there's something happening or you lose a key member of staff yeah. sometimes you've got to turn that gas burner up a bit but at the same time you've got to recognize you're doing that and part of the self-care thing is you've got to turn something else down but recognize you're doing it and make sure it's only temporary so that at some point you know, you can get the balance back, you know, and I think sometimes I think we all strive for this perfect, consistent, perfect kind of balance. And I think that's challenging to achieve. Oh, absolutely. But that, again, is where like the personal development stuff comes in yeah. and somebody, you know, somebody really, really connected with who they are and what they want, connected with their their purpose, like what it is that they get up out of bed for each day. And, and that can be some grand global mission, but it should also be the at home mission. Like I want to, I want to get in bed and my wife and I like lean into each other because we can't wait for that time to hang out or I wake up in the morning and yeah, maybe our kids are kind of turning into grumpy teenagers now, but there's some level of have a good morning. Great to see you have a nice day. What are you up to? Like, like that's just the baseline that we should all be striving for. Yeah. One of my 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 things and my focus is on, and it has been since the kids were really little, and I, you know, and I'm constantly I'm getting it wrong. I'm you know I'm no way perfect. Is that I just want to have the opportunity to see my two girls when I wake up in the morning, 
and before I go to bed. You know, and and that's been a principle. You know, it's one of the reasons I started Inspire, started Evolve, didn't go and have the corporate career. Was actually that that meant that that opportunity existed. Now, for so many other reasons, I've probably gone absence for far too long in their lives at times because I've got waylaid with growing a business and distracted and not had the right balance and all of those kind of things and the challenges that that brings. But and they've got to be personal to you, haven't they, Johnny? That personal principles. Yeah of the way in which you're going to live your life and the, the things that are important for you and some some markers in the sand. I suppose, is that something that you help your clients achieve? For a lot of men, they don't know what they're looking for. They mm. said to someone what you want, they'll tell you what they don't want. <laughs> because they're really, they're really present to the pain that what they're getting is causing them. <clears throat> yeah. But they're so used to talking about that or thinking about it more likely in their own head that they'll quickly tell you what they don't want. Now, the way our brain works, let alone the universe and law of attraction, is we get more of what we think about. We, mm. we lean in that direction. Um, and so thinking about what we don't want is the worst thing that we can we can possibly do. So when you start working with, with, uh, with clients, either one-on-one or inside the Hero Academy, it's very much like, well, what is it that you want out of life? Let's reconnect with that. What were your goals and aspirations as a kid? What were the picture you had of your marriage when you said, will you marry me? When your kids were born, what, what kind of parent did you want to be and what sort of fun did you want to have with it with with them and let alone the business like no one says i'm going to start a business so i can work my balls off and, <laughs> and be really stressed <laughs> really miserable they are great questions do you know what johnny as you ask those questions the hairs on the back of my neck started to stand up because they are fundamentally the yeah. questions about what life's about yeah and you need to be able to answer them because those answers will allow you to create the plan that you want yeah and you know, when you talk about relationships or work, but relationships is a really good one to go to. Communication is such a key part of what's missing. And yeah. you've got to be able to say to you, well, have those difficult conversations, which is, you know, I call it the reconnection conversation. And it's like, right, what did I use? And there's, there's about 10 to, I think it's 15 questions inside the reconnection conversation. You don't ask them all every time you sit down and do this. And you don't do this on a date night. You don't do this whilst you're having uh you know midway through uh the latest episode of ted lasso you you sit down and you make time for this and you, and you practice active listening so you're really tuned into what the other person's saying is there anything i used to do for you that you liked that i don't do anymore is there anything i've done in the last couple of weeks or since we last had this conversation where i've let you down or you felt like i took you for granted is there anything that you wanted to say to me or ask of me that could have made your life easier over the last few weeks these are uncomfortable questions to ask someone. But if you if you like just replay what I said, we think those thoughts all the time. Mm. Oh, you bugger, you didn't help me put the dishwasher away. Oh, you used to flip in, buy me flowers, and no, you don't. Oh, you used to go for a walk with me when I walked with a dog, and now I'm out there bloody walking every day on my own. Like We have these conversations with ourselves, and we build up these resentments, but we don't then share it with the other person to give them the opportunity to say, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize you were feeling that. Mm. Oh my gosh, I thought you were done with me making your cup of tea in the morning. I th- like, and so all the things that were actually falling away, we can just catch them, pick them up, yeah. put them back on this thing called life that we wanted uh, when we were kids getting married, kids being born. Like, and that's where I come back to this life by design thing is if, you do, if you're not clear about you what you want, the chances of getting it are pretty damn slim. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great phrase, isn't it? Life by design. Um, but one of the things that I think hold men back, and we only even if we're in, down the pub 
and you're with a couple of mates and they could be your close mates there's a lot of superficial conversation isn't there and there's the, the conversation about how are you yeah yeah and how the kids tends to be very we don't tend to open up we don't tend to have that honest response and conversation we all go yeah fine no problem at all and then move on to the superficial conversation and, and all of that and and that kind of thing so is that one of the challenges that you find in your kind of hero academy and in when you're putting cohorts of peer groups together is to get men to open up and be really open and honest and in their conversation and how do you go about doing that and have you got any tips for men on being more open and honest in the way in which they communicate and they share how they feel yeah so the first part of that is that actually men are quite up for chatting but you've got to create the space yeah for it um before I forget, I contributed to a book, like as I was one of the one of the authors for a book called Being Fine, the other F word. Okay. It's a, it's it's I would encourage any guy to get it or anyone to share it with a man in their life. Because it's it's um 18 different men sharing their experiences of basically hitting rock bottom and then bouncing back. Okay. Wow. Powerful book, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. And and the consistent so it's all different situations, but the theme is the same. I tried to do it on my own. I thought no one would notice. I thought this was who I had to be. When it got bad, I just doubled down. Like, and then when yeah. I finally let go, the release was incredible. Yeah. Like, and that's the part of having the conversations with your friends is being vulnerable yourself, you know, being honest yourself. Like if, if you can see a friend is having a kind of obvious, they're having a tricky time with their relationship. We're like, well, what's happening at home? Like, Okay, now, if that's in the middle of 10 of you, you're stood at the bar and someone's buying some shots, it's not the time. No. Um, but you might want to find the time for, for, for that friend. Um, I think it's Calm, the uh, campaign against living miserably. They've got this sort of tagline or this campaign thing about ask someone if they're fine once. How are you doing? Yeah. When they say I'm fine, say, no, no, I actually really meant it. Are you okay? Yeah. It looks like you and your wife haven't really been out at all where where is she what's going on and if it occurs like that's not the place to talk about it say do you want to go out for coffee um mm -hmm. one of the most powerful things one of my best friends did for me during my breakup was he took me climbing now he's not a big talker like if i hug him one of my funnest things to do is hug him like, <laughs> he only goes rigid like and i don't mean in his trousers right <laughs> he just like goes like stiff as a board and um i like i know you don't like what that. are you doing johnny yeah, yeah. <laughs> i appreciate you but so he took me climbing because he knew i needed some space he knew yeah. he kind of like he got me into his place yeah and we didn't really sit down and, and do a big heart to heart over it but because he knows that getting out in the fresh air and getting up a, a rope on a mountain is an incredible stress relief and a chance to get some clear thoughts that's that's what he did for me so it doesn't always have to be that you're you're you're, you're wondering how to ask your mate how he is but you're thinking well i'm not a counselor i'm not a life coach i haven't been divorced you just want to give them the space to be able to tell you what's what's wrong and then if i flip that onto someone who's struggling one of the core tenets of my work with men who are separating or getting divorced is called the fab four and that is identify four people in your life that you could count on for conversations like this and then like invite them to the conversation let them know that you're struggling and yeah. you and say 
just so you know, I'm asking four of you this. So I won't, so I won't just dump my stuff on you <laughs> because you feel if you, if you're having a tough time, you feel like I can't ring my brother and, and cry again. I can't ring yeah. you know, and give him all the same story. So having your fab four not only means you spread the load, but it'll also mean that you get some different feedback as well. It's really important. That's a great, again, another great tip, the fab four, but that can apply to anything in life. And if your business is struggling and you're suffering and, yeah. and you need to reach out, have a fab four, you know? If you're overweight and you need some people around you to be accountable because you want to get your fitness in check and you want people to ask you and have those honest conversations with about actually how you're progressing, have your fab four. It could and it applies in so many ways, doesn't it? Yeah. Very powerful. Johnny. And that's one of the real values of the Hero Academy is that peer group support, yeah. right? So tips into a couple of things we said here today about you are the power of the six people you hang around with most. Um, don't be the smartest man in the room. Um, Stephen Covey's one of his seven habits of highly effective people sharpen the sword. Mm. Right? So if you're putting yourself in an environment where you're constantly learning things and there's the space to be real and someone else could be like, Oh yeah, I used to be a fat bastard, but I, 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 uh, well, I just got bored. George McGarry. he says one day he was crossing the street and this kid said, uh, walked past with his mummy and he goes, look, mummy, a fat man. And she said, <laughs> she said, he's not fat, darling. He's clinically obese. <laughs> <laughs> and George, the way George tells it, he's like, and that was the day I became an ultra runner. And <laughs> but you know, you can't you 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 need people around you to 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 bounce that off and be like, what do I do here? Do I do I leave her? Do I shut the business? Do I make up with my brother? Do yeah. I, you know, how do I get over my child abuse? Like these you need that safe environment but if, if 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 you're in a group of people who are playing the same game as you where the accountability is high where the goals are up there as well then you feel compelled to 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 reach up to pull yourself up to that level yeah no definitely and you know we one of the great things about evolve is that you know we're a community like like yours and, and it's about that peer group and again you know put like-minded people in the room and great things can happen and I assume you've got some great stories and testimonies about what can happen when you do that within the sort of your environment. I mean, the entering events is one of them. You know, yeah. we, we did a, a mud run the other week and uh, there was about eight of us, I think. Um, a couple of women who, my, I've, I've got a girlfriend now who's absolutely amazing. Um, after six and a half years separated and no girlfriends during that time. Um, and uh, a couple of the other, one other dad had his new girlfriend with him and about four or five um, men either didn't come with their wives or they were single. And we were a real mixed bunch of, of abilities. Now, sure, I could have sprinted off and tried to, you know, whatever, get a great yeah. time, finish in the top 10. What, 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 beat the chest, be the alpha male. <laughs> it, it, there was nothing, was, that would have been me on my own running around, sweating my yeah. ass off and finishing, and still clapping them over the line. but. The stories from the people that were on that run with us about, I'd never done something like that before. I never, you know, I loved the way that you helped me out or they talk about things that they, that they were chatting about as they were running around and, and, and gasping for, for, for breath. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a break from the old routine and that sense, like I said before, like you're, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I can talk about individual testimonies and, and triumphs. Yeah, that's, but a great, point that's a great example of the, the power up, of sun was shining. We did something together and those different people on, on that day would have gone home feeling different things. 
but I promise you they felt better than they did the day before. One of the things that must be challenging in your world is there is a lot of life coaches out there, you know, um, and they all seem to always be promising the same thing, you know, more meaning, more time, more wealth, more happiness. You know, what do you think sets you apart from this? And how do you, in that kind of world, position yourself as something different from all the other kind of competitors and life coaches? Someone asked me a question about this the other day about it was they were working on becoming a coach and they had questions for me. And I was like, well, the thing is, a coach is someone that helps you achieve what you want better, faster than you could do on your own. Okay, great. So then what kind of coach do I want? Well, I want someone who's been there and done this. I want someone that's that I can relate to. Now, just because there's lots of coaches out there doesn't mean that I would go and pick a bereavement coach mm. for some of the kind of work we do inside of Team Superdad. Equally, that doesn't mean that someone who's inside Team Superdad or the, or the Hero Academy couldn't benefit from working with a bereavement coach. I had so much breakthroughs dealing with a lot of loss and grief and bereavement from, from earlier in parts of my life that I never realized were there okay so in terms of how do i differentiate well i'm 47 year old 47 years old i've i've got a, a, a an ex-wife i had hopes and dreams from that marriage that went wrong she had a long-term illness i had a mum who died when i was nine i had a little brother who threw himself in front of a train in 2014 i've had businesses i've worked abroad i've i've you know i, I i've run triathlons i've competed in the states as a junior guard when i was younger it's like if you want a community that's about creating more in your life about having success both at home and work and some of my story resonates with with you then i'm the person to come and work with mm -hmm. right but but if you don't feel that connection and if you can't relate to the story that they're that they're sharing unless they're promising this See, you know the secret of eternal youth or some secret other source <laughs> yeah, or some kind of other promise um then well the other, the other option of course is is about referrals and testimonials you know people go and yeah. people go and work with someone because of the results other people have got a lot of my personal development journey has been because of that whether it was discovering wayne dyer whether it was doing the landmark forum and every possible course that landmark offers apart from wisdom um it's all been part of, of a journey that means I've got a tribe in my firewalking mm. as well. That means I've got a tribe. There'll be other people out there who are on a, on a completely different personal development journey who've done completely different things, might even be a faith-based uh, uh, journey. And that's absolutely brilliant. They may have well come to exactly the same place, but they perhaps have had more fun doing it their way because it was more aligned with what they wanted. Yeah, it was more aligned with them, their values um, and what, what you know, they're in tune with. I, su I suppose that kind of leads on to this kind of whole area of your own business and, and success for you now and, and, and growth and, and, you know, what your aspirations are, Johnny, for sort of Team Super Dad, your podcast, the Hero Academy. You know, it, it's clear that you've, in, you know, invested heavily from a sort of personal kind of beliefs point of view you've done all the your own personal development to get to this point you know how do you not get carried away with the this potential success or the success of team super dad and the hero academy it's 
it's tough. Like any new business, you know, here, um, uh, team super dad is actually part of hero education limited. Right. So that's, that's, that's the business. And, um, yeah. whether it's the hero Academy, whether it's my one-on-one coaching, like I'm up to stuff. Most of my one-on-one coaching is with single dads. I, I, I don't push it like that, but going back to what we said a minute ago, that's my that's your story. That's your backstory. That's what got you into the path of personal development and led you to this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I resisted this for a while. My first idea of being a fitness instructor and nutrition person was around 2006. And I never, I never made the jump. If it had taken me two years to get qualified in those things, I would have done that by 2009. I'd have, I'd have been there mm-hmm. um, on a, on a landmark course in 2007. I had a vision for something called the lodge, which is a retreat for men to reconnect with what they want, do some crazy adrenaline based stuff, do some stuff that allows them to click, get clear on their values and goals and what they want to achieve over the next 12 months to three years, then bring their family in and have a, have a, a like a reconnection sort of ceremony yeah. and, and party. Have I done that yet? Well, we were close to before the pandemic started. <laughs> and having done the firewalking instructor stuff we're ready to kind of plan that and kick that off for 2022 so you know back to my vision it's been in my mind for so long um i have the url team supermom because i see this mission as actually being about families it's mm. about empowerment for men and women you know the old um on the shoulder of giants here stand i um this is my vision for for um, families you know, around the world is I think the, the model of marriage is slightly broken till death do us part is is a bit weird. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm, this is like we're fully both committed to this mission. And by the way, if if we sort of start to evolve in different directions, we'll work on that and happily go our different directions. Um, um, but I also got family in Chicago and Florida. And so part of my vision for Team Superdad is like, well, what kind of business could I create where I could spend you know, three months out of 12 in those different locations? Yeah. You know? And what kind of business could I create where I would be at my kids' sports days and I would be part of the coaching team for his football team? Or I don't know if your daughters are into dancing, but when they're yeah. in the squad and you have to go to a competition and you're there at seven in the morning, and if they win, you're there at half seven at night. Getting the <laughs> like, so like what kind of dad would, would be there and do those things? And I'm saying this kind of dad, yeah. this kind of dad over here. And when I was fighting for my kids in family court, um, it was a, it was like, I'm an incredible dad and I'm not going anywhere. And that's not about against the mum. It's not about mm. fighting the system or, you know, but you know what? I, I'm I'm 50% of this show and everything I do stands for being a great dad. And uh, I'm getting goosebumps now just 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 talking about it. But I see it on your face. It's yeah. it's legacy. Passion. You know? yeah. I could I could I could talk about all oh, the goals for the business are, you know, and that is the, around the world, Team Super Dad and Team Super Mum coaches are our 90-day program with the adventure and adrenaline and firewalking weekends at the end, uh, the online courses, all all those kind of things they're actually happening. But but in terms of legacy, you know, who I am to my kids today is who they're going to be to their kids. Mm. And if and if my kids are this much better than my dad was, and their kids the same, then oh my gosh, we might just change the world. We might just crack this thing yeah. called being a parent. 
<laughs> which is the toughest thing in the world, isn't it? Oh, there's no instruction book. There's yeah. plenty of books. Yeah. And and I'm I was I was like uber confident parent until about a year ago. Okay. And what happened a year ago, Johnny? I realized that my kids were entering puberty at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's gone from being a like cuddly, adorable, like run alongside me boy. And a girl who's just a classic daddy's girl and and yeah. do things with me and bake and paint and dollies and you know and, and dance routines, they're now just like pretty gobby and like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, well, I was just wondering what you wanted for breakfast. Oh, oh I didn't do anything. I was like, I know you didn't do anything. <laughs> By the way, now you're shouting at me, so now we've got an issue here. Like, I'm having to completely reinvent myself, yeah. rediscover myself as a parent now. I'm totally committed to being able to say again, I'm an awesome dad. Yeah. We know right now I'm not getting it quite right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm reacting. I'm, I'm emotional. Um, yeah. So I'm going off on a bit of a tangent there now, but um, yeah, it's, it's about evolution and enjoying each chapter. Um, um, oh yeah. There's no manual. We said there's no manual. We said no manual. And that's it, isn't it? I think that's, that's the piece, isn't it? And God, do I beat myself up for it from time to time? But you, you look back and you think, did I did I miss that moment? Because the ages and the, you know it transcends so quickly as a, a mm. child grows up and they became become a teenager. And I've got two daughters, twelve and sixteen, and they're at a different place in their life. But you just think, yeah, I can sit back and just beat myself up. Did did I miss that that age? Did I miss that opportunity and all of that kind of thing? But actually you just got to deal with the moment and, and you've got to enjoy that age they're at and, and go with them on the journey and explore that journey with them. And, and out of that becomes happiness for you. And, you know, I know that sounds quite maybe philosophical, a bit wishy-washy, but I think that's partly what being a parent's about is going on this journey with your children, providing them with the love, the care, the support, the education when they need it, you know, the discipline and the play, giving them the playing field to play on and let them play kind of thing as they grow up and explore new new things and new things in life and experiences but god is it challenging and yeah it, it's not easy to always get it right is it johnny no look up a couple of my tenants as a parent um i never i never i try i, I try i never lie to my kids okay now there are some kind of white lies or adjustments of the truth but you know father christmas being one of them so yeah <laughs> but um but same thing when, when, when my kids are now like, oh, surely that's a load of nonsense. Like, yeah, but the thing is, I believe in Father Christmas because Father Christmas is way better. Sorry, Christmas is way better with Father Christmas in. Yeah. Now, I don't know how I afford it every year. That's a miracle for starters. <laughs> and the letter, the Christmas tree, the, the, the Santa's grotto for old time's sake, the presents in the morning versus the presents after lunch. Like, there's a lot about this that is the vision that we create for it. Yeah. And if you apply that to the rest of your, your life, you're saying, well, what kind of teenage years do I want with my children? But if you've never sat down and chatted to them when they were a little kid, why are they going to sit down and chat to you when they're yeah. teenagers? It's just not. And um, who are your kids' best friends? What do they call their dollies? What's their favorite singer, their favorite football team? If, if, it, if I, I take pride in my daughter being able to say, Oh yeah. Well, this morning, Jemima and, and, um, and Claudia, and I'm like, that's her dollies, right? That's not a real friend. And I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah. And I'm straight back into the conversation with her because she's in her mind, she's just in the, in the flow of the conversation in the moment. Yeah. Join in with that. And the same goes with my kids, Xbox stuff. Um, not all the games I really like or understand or, or any good at, but, um, 
I'm, I'm tuned in enough to be able to have a conversation with him. And, but that's about being present, isn't it? Being present in the moment. And yeah. I think, you know, and I think in whatever you do in life, I think that's one of the lessons that you can learn is, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, be it any of those five things that yeah. you, you're, you're passionate about, be present when you're doing them. Yeah. And but particularly as a parent, I think that's it. It's so easy to pick up your phone and be distracted or or think about what happened at work. And if you've only got five, 10 minutes, you know, because that, that's the opportunity because they're on the way out. You've only just got to be present in the moment. But being present, I mean, it's, it's one of those other co- well-coined phrases and well-overused phrases, but it's so true. You sounds like it's one of the things that you've got fairly well nailed, Johnny. So any hints and tips to our listeners on being present in the moment? That's a great question. Thank you. Take a breath. Pretty basic, right? Yeah. Take a breath. Simple yeah. things work. Yeah. Pause and take a breath and allow yourself, a bit like Matrix style, just slow down time in your mind. Like look, like look at your child and look at the expression on their face. What are they waiting? What answer are they waiting for? And you're like, if you slow down time, if the question was the sun's shining, can we go to the beach? If you slow down time, you can fill that second with 50 different questions for yourself. This could be the last day of this summer that it's sunny. This could be, the, do I really need to mow the lawn? Like, when was the last time I went to the beach? What kind of exciting moment would it feel like for my kid if I turned around now and said yes? What, what part of their childhood will I get to live today if we do go to the beach? Because when they answer it, like the obvious answer is no. I've got to mow the lawn, answer some emails and clean out the garage is nothing about them at all but if, if you can catch yourself and look at your child and be like what what did he just ask can we go to the beach can we go to the beach wow could we could we could go to the beach shall we go to the beach yeah do you know what let's go to the beach and, and it seems like a really weird sort of example there but take a breath slow down time have a like have a get like into a helicopter view and have a look at the subject that yeah. you're talking about notice your hands, fingers, toes, like what's, what's going on there around, around you. Like, um, people talk about this in terms of panic attacks as well. It's like, just, just, just get really present to, to how you're, mm. feeling, what's, what's, what, what you're connected to in that moment. But, um, uh, they, you can also call it active listening, yeah. like really listen, like, what did they just ask? And what were they really asking? Oh, what they were really asking was, we haven't spent much time together recently, Daddy. So I'm going to suggest this good idea, which is actually me proposing an idea, which is easier than saying, Daddy, I really miss you. How come we don't spend time together like we used to? Yeah. Which might be, if you're active listening, that's what they were really asking. That was the deep down question, definitely. So as we start to wrap things up, Johnny, um, going to have to ask you, you know, you s- sound like somebody that's been on a hell of a journey yourself, lots of experiences, you're sharing those experiences with others now, but you know, right now, what's the hard thing that you're not doing enough of? What's the one thing that you feel you need to still work on? Delegation. And that's borne out slightly by finances. You know, you yeah. have the resources to to have some support. So then you come back to, well, where's where what's what's the blocker on on those resources? Okay. So then it's results. Okay. Then you can say, well, consistency showing up every day, having a plan, executing that plan so that my target audience, so that the social media algorithms um, see me showing up and are, and are present and, uh, and systems, you know, it's, uh, I'm a bugger for 
trying something, then trying something else, then doing something new. Whereas somebody else might just like keep perfecting that system, keep perfecting that system. And so I guess that could all boil down to uh, trusting myself, having a clear plan and, uh, and consistently executing it. Fantastic. So I usually end the podcast about, you know, this is the Evolve to Succeed podcast. What does success mean to you? But I think we've covered that thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> in the course of our conversation, Johnny. So I just think if you could round up the podcast by going through, yeah, yeah, F5 again, just because I think that and, you know, live life by design were two of the things that I'm going to take away. But just for our listeners to get proper balance, what are the five things they should be focusing on, Johnny? Okay, so it starts with number one, focus, right? That's reconnect with what you want out of life and reconnect with who you are. Like, what are my values? Where did I, what do I really want to be doing? Is this where I actually wanted to live? It doesn't mean you can change it in an instant, but if you can start to be honest about it and start to talk to your partner, talk to your business partner, talk to your, your, your bot, like start to create the life that you want and start to play with it. At the very least, you'll be working on something that is motivating you about your future. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and then fitness, right? Sleep, diet, and exercise. Right? I've got an Apple Watch. Um, tracking my sleep has become a little bit of an addiction of, of mine. But people, um, I forget who said this, but they said it to me recently, and I was like blown away by it. And they, they said, um, you might not be depressed. You might just be really bloody tired. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is so true. It's so true. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. If you want to kickstart your life, get enough sleep. Yeah. Okay. And uh, an exercise. I'm on day 86. I've got to do my workout today, but I'm 86 consecutive days. I just wanted to play with this. I'm calling it the Super Dad workout. It's 15 minutes of exercise. Uh, press up, burps, press up, sit ups, burpees, minute of each, take a break, do it, do again. Right. Those 15 minutes for 86 days now um, have been incredible i was already fit but an incredible yeah. shift in my in my fitness um and diet of course just just chill out on the gut on the junk it's yeah. it's amazing if you keep track you fuel yourself with is yeah. just has such an incredible effect and it's not until you start tinkering with it and and monitoring what you're fueling yourself with and what how you feel as a result exactly that you realize how powerful it truly yeah. is you don't have to be a dietitian to work no. this out. you know you just like how many cups of coffee do i have a day oh blimey what if i had one Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what, how many times have I had McDonald's this week or, or how much bread am I eating? Like, really? What can I do about that? Just play with it. It's kind of obvious. Okay. And then finances, S financial stress causes so much strain in our lives and in our relationships. And so few of us have good financial controls, you know, run a personal cash flow. Hmm. What, what bills have you got? What money's coming in? What's the gap? Okay, great. Now I can see the gap. I can start to get interested in how I might bridge that gap. Yeah. Wow. I've just come up with three new ways of making money and and I could accelerate that down down the line. Let, you know, let alone put getting a bit putting a bit of money in a in a in a uh, stocks and shares ISA or going along to a property investment group. Yeah. Um, sit on your hands, by the way. If you're listening to my advice here, don't run to the back of the room and sit on your hands. <laughs> 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 and so the last two, right? Uh, family and fun. You know, family, I can, I can summarize as by saying, just prioritize time with your family. Date nights. Yep. Do a date night every week. If that's two hours, brilliant. If it's one hour, it's better than nothing. Okay. Yeah. Phones off, 
pay attention, dedicate it to each other. Um, but then once every 12 weeks, go away for the night together. And then every six months, go away for three nights together. Really create that time to reconnect as a, as a couple and uh, go back to earlier in the podcast and listen to my reconnection conversation, start to have those conversations. And the same with your kids. Call it daddy time, call it fun time, whatever you want to call it, but make sure you have quality time carved out for your kids. And if you've got more than one kid, make sure that they have individual slots of time with you to go and do stuff yeah. and and get out, change the scenery, go and go and do something. It doesn't have to be loads of money, but it does have to be one-on-one, which then leads us into the final F, which is the big one. And my dad says to me quite often, thing is, son, I've had plenty of crap times, but I've always had fun. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's what he says. That's my worry about you lot. He goes, I'm not sure you're having enough fun. Now we did when we were out raving and university and living in London yeah. and that sort of stuff. But having fun now looks like getting out of your comfort zone. When was the last time you felt some adrenaline? Have you got a bucket list? And I don't mean climb the Himalayas. I mean, like, yeah, put that on there. But also go visit a different part of the UK. Go to Thorpe Park and go on a roller coaster you've not been on. Like, when was the last time you you scared yourself? Yeah. Um, a relaxation obviously kind of falls into this 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 fun part as well. And just but, put a, do the things that put a smile on your yes, face. As I've my final points there is laugh regularly. Yeah. Cut out junk TV, like, negative tv limit your news consumption to 20 to maybe 30 minutes a day watch movies that make you laugh go and see comedians and three things to really make sure is you have things to look forward to in your year we have 364 days a year to plan our birthday and to yeah. plan christmas and to plan some other kind of social so if your birthday's in the summer don't do a summer party do an easter party if the birthday's at easter do a summer party Make time to have fun. Brilliant. Johnny, you've been an incredible guest. I've loved our conversation. I loved every minute of it. And it's you've had the hairs on my back and my neck up. You've had me thinking and reflecting during the course of the conversation on my own personal journey and some of the things I'm doing right, but also some things I could be better at. So it's been an incredible conversation for me. I'm sure it has been for our listeners. If they want to learn more about you, Team Superdad and the Hero Academy, where can they go? Well, quite simply, if you come to teamsuperdad.com forward slash group, that is teamsuperdad.com forward slash group. That is like the front door into our world. It will put you on the power list. It will let you into the free group and you won't miss anything that we've got uh, coming up. And, uh, you know, my name, Johnny Jensen, J-O-N-N-I-E, Jensen. Um, I'm pretty much the only one out there. So uh, you, you will find me easily. And, uh, and I, I, I'm happy to take calls from people, you know, I've got, I do, there's some slots in my diary for people just to grab half an hour with me. Um, but if you, yeah, teamsuperdad.com forward slash group, that will be your front door. In. Perfect. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. My hope with every episode is that you've learned something new or heard something that challenged your way of thinking and further motivated you on your path towards becoming a more knowledgeable, informed and inspired individual and business leader. If you enjoyed this episode, then please help us by rating, reviewing and subscribing. We really value your feedback and would love to have you along for future episodes. And please don't forget to learn more about Evolve by going to evolvedmembers.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week.